Butter shed in Windsor. You made money in the housing market last year? No way. Anything you shot on, you would have made up. What would it cost? That's the million dollar question. Hey, you're looking at North Bay now is at a million dollars. <laughs> I don't even think they hand you the keys anymore. What is it going to cost? How much? Hi, my name is Nicholas Regina. My name is Michael Sakuro. And you're listening to What, what Would It, it Cost? cost? <laughs> is that good? Hi, my name is Nicholas Regina, and I'm the CEO and founder of Spark Financial Group. Hi, my name is Michael Sakuro, and I'm the president and founder of Spark Financial Group. And welcome to What Would It Cost? So talk to me. What are we going to be talking about on the show? So everything pertaining to the housing market, um, from transactions to designers to developers to builders to realtors to appraisers to the lawyers, and the list goes on, right? So experts in their respected fields and right. everything that they do from A to Z, and then most importantly, what it, would cost. what would it cost? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let everybody yeah. know the million dollar question, if not now the two million dollar question yeah. with the, the constant increase yeah, in the, in the ever growing housing market. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, it'll be definitely be uh, interesting because even for ourselves, we work with a lot of these experts and it'd be great to see, you know, what it takes behind their scene because we know what it takes for us behind a, every mortgage transaction. But yeah. it'd be great to even dive deeper into, you know, what it takes for them to uh, close out that transaction, you know, what it's costing, what the different variations are. Yeah. Uh, most exciting, especially when it comes to, you know, the home builders and the uh, the developers to see what really it costs to build a home because that's what I question I get a lot is you know I want to build a custom home how's the mortgage going to work yeah I know that part but you know when it comes down to the actual cost of it it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to find out for sure yeah no it and and, and uh, very well said and it's every respected field has a lot of moving parts in in what it is they do before they get to the finish line um, with you know their their uh, respected industry and 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 what their part is that that it plays exactly. uh, so yeah no there's just there's a lot lot to go over and, and a lot to have these people really explain and give you a better understanding as to what happens behind closed doors when it is you're purchasing a home or when it is you're building a home when you're you know when when the lot is being developed before that home is even built what happens when you know you're being registered or your lenders being registered on title and and uh doing you know everything to be compliant uh the hard works that that the realtors you know put forward on a day-to-day -day basis with you know just yeah everything happening behind the scenes for for all of us yeah. right yeah so. we just want to pull back the court curtain and let them show that you know we want it to be simple and seamless for them we want you to let us know what you want to buy how you want to buy it here's the keys but we want to pull back the curtain and really show them what uh yeah what goes on in the background because at the end yeah. of the, you want to be understanding of, of what it takes yeah. i know at least for myself when i was purchasing a property i wanted to really understand the mechanics behind it to know what's going on just as not become the expert on it but just understand you know what it what it takes to happen and just have that confidence in in the experts that are assisting you along the way yeah no absolutely and also wanted to shout out mr joseph tito for helping yeah, us absolutely. come out of our shell over here and and putting ourselves out there where we've refrained from doing that in the, the past two years since the brokerage has been open and been really focusing on you know the transactions and building the network and building up all the the foundation of of, of what the company is now operating off of but now it's time for us to put ourselves out there and for you know us to just really again expose what goes on behind the curtains and uh, bring on these special individuals that really have a lot of passion for what it is they do and take the spotlight and be able to you know go bar down on the uh, <laughs> the information with uh, the, our viewers and our listeners right absolutely so, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then even for our viewers and listeners just to know a little bit more about ourselves so we're a uh, 
full-scale brokerage. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're dealing with our big five institutions, our monoline lenders, our credit unions, our private lenders. Uh, so ideally, we make it for, you know, our clients that we never have to say no. There's always an option available for them uh, to get their mortgage, get that perfect home. We never said no. We've always had an option between, uh, you know, we always try to go for the best and cheapest rate and products for the client. To I don't start think we haven't said no. Well, yeah, no, I have, but I want to talk the details why. But, like but, if they, but, if but, I know they can't afford it, I tell them, hey, don't yeah, go no, for the, it. The, <laughs> the, no, the no is avoided, though, and it's more so let's build out a game plan for exactly. you that's going to allow you to break into the market. If there was no way that they could have qualified because of lack of down payment or the credit score was just something that no institution will look at or their debt service ratio was way far away from fitting within the box, it was still not a no. It was let's set you up with the the roadmap and right. the to-do and that timeline um, that you know they need to get through in order for them to be able to break into the market. So we've never said no. Right, and yeah. I think that has a lot to do with our, our team and, and our background with what we have with our financial advising, financial co- consulting from these big five. So we're not just telling the clients, hey, it's black and white, you can't get the mortgage and that's it. We're just saying, okay, you gotta build your credit up. Here's the best credit card product to help you build that credit up. Okay, let's look at your, do like a soft credit counseling. You know, we'll, we'll pull their credit score or have them pull it for us and say, okay, this is what's affecting you. You know, high utilization on this. Cause a lot of the times you get that where they're like, well, I paid off all my debts. Why is my credit so low? And that's, that's the main factor, which is gonna separate you between, uh, you know, the three products most of the time. So yeah, to go to your point, yeah, we never had to say no because we've always provided that that consulting, that financial advising, if you want to call it that, yeah. as to you know how we can get to the next step of the process. We like to call it the white glove service. Exactly, the white glove service. Yeah, comes yeah. from our hospitality background and essentially just being able to never say no and always provide education provide knowledge provide guidance and provide provide that that sense of security to know you know to have these people know that they have us in the pocket uh when it comes to not only their financing but anything in regards to the whole housing market ecosystem and that we are a one-stop shop in a sense where If you don't have a realtor you're already working with, that's something that we can refer to you. If you don't have a lawyer in which has your trust and that you've never done a transaction with before, we have a great one. If you don't have anything that you need on the list to really get you to the finish line, we can refer you to the experts that we work on a day-to-day basis and are very confident that they'd be able to do right by our right. clients as much as we'd be doing. Because we, do right we want to ease their mind too. This is the biggest transaction you know, majority of the population ever makes in their life. You're not buying anything else that is of this magnitude, except especially nowadays, you know, you're looking at your 1.5 to 2 million just for a detached home. So yeah. it's a it's definitely a stressful endeavor for the client. And that's, yeah. why, uh, that's why we're big on the white glove service. We want to just make it as easy as you're buying a car or, you know, you're going to grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we operate out of Ontario, servicing all our clients, uh, whether in the southern point of Ontario to the northern point, but we also could service our clients across Canada, whether it be in the territories or across the 10 provinces. Uh, and we're also, we'll be opening up uh, Spark America soon. Uh, we'll be predominantly based, our home base will be in Florida, uh, but again, we'll be able to service our clients across America. I think, I think it's to do with what's happened in the past two years and people losing trust in their government. I, I think it's to do, political. what's that? Uh, should we go too political? They are just talk? Okay, sorry, sorry, I don't want to cut yeah. you off. We're not stating that this is our opinion in regards to what 
we trust our government or we don't trust our government. But we understand that the government has lost a lot of people's faith in the past two years, and that's just a fact. Right. You know what I mean? Because of the bordello that's going on <laughs> out there. So, you know, I, yeah. I, I think uh, to answer the question as to why a lot of people are flocking to Florida, uh, right now, to be exact, it's 32,000 snowbirds annually, and that number continues to rise. Um ongoing and that's not including people that are there for part-time work that's not including people that frequent vacation there that's not including um a lot of things that's just including you know the snowbirds but with that being said i think there's a combination of 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 reasons as to why people are are, uh heading down south there to florida and one is because they've lost faith in their government through what's happened this past few years and uh just don't feel too good about what the future holds about this city about this province about this country on an overall number two palm trees and uh and the beach absolutely the sunshine uh, i even need some color (laughs) not too long of a flight yeah down south uh, and then number three, man, the 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 economy's booming down yeah. there, right? There's uh, there's the density. You have the density on your well, side. Well, I think right? what's what's been bigger than ever before is this whole Airbnb and property management, and the yield is just insane there because you could get that yield all year round. Whereas here, you might have the perfect property that's in your Blue Mountain, Collingwood region, but you yeah. know it's going to be great for the winter, but maybe not so much for the summer. Or you yeah. have your beach house here in a Muskoka or Wasaga or your cottage where, again, you can make that yield in the summer, but not so much in the winter. I think that's what's great about Florida specifically is you have that all year round. Yeah, yeah. it gets down to like a 15, 20 degrees in the winter time, but still more bearable than the, the minus 20 uh, yeah. we face here over here sometimes in the piles of snow. So I think, you know, that's that's a huge factor is having that additional investment opportunity. The affordability mm-hmm. is still really there. And uh, there's a great yield you can make, whether it be renting it yourself, renting it for Airbnb, because you have that option that, you know, one year away, you're making that rental income or that, uh, yeah, that rental income or you're blocking that time off for when you want to go down and have the family down there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's become more and more mainstream and more and more understood by by retail investors that you could treat an investment like a timeshare where you're down there, you're enjoying it yourself, but when you're not there, you could rent it out, maximize the potential of the yield. The cap rates are way higher than what they are over here. And uh, yeah, lifestyle, lifestyle and, yeah, and lifestyle and investment combined. It's just the perfect recipe for someone to want to move down there. Right. right? But yeah, that's what I'm excited for. It's because a lot of people think it's challenging They think, oh, buying outside of another country, you know, how am I going to transfer the funds, yeah. uh, conversion rate, all that. So I'm happy that, you know, we're working on that and, and have worked towards that to make it, again, seamless, just like they're buying right down the street from where they are right now to yeah. buying across country or across, uh, you know, continent. It yeah. makes it a lot easier. It's still a smooth transaction for them. Yeah, yeah. No, what was really exciting about the project on an overall was other than the actual transaction on the financing end and, and being able to provide them the money to, you know, uh, bridge that, that um, their, their finances they get into the property, it's the whole consulting aspect of right. it, right? What does it take to move down to the United States of America, Florida to be specific? How are we going to set up a corporation there for you? What is it, you know, in regards to the process when it comes to getting your green card? Um, you know, yeah, what's the... Immigration the, uh, law, taxes, yeah. all that. Yeah. Again, the same white glove service we're trying to provide here. You know, what would yeah. it cost... Canadian and what would it cost American? What's going to take for me to move down there? Because yeah. again, it's a huge transaction for them, and it's that ease of mind that this is cross-border, different currency. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's I'm happy to provide again that that you know financial advising, financial consulting. Yeah. In another another uh, country, I don't think there's uh, <laughs> such thing as a bubble anymore. 
I think uh, I think that's like an old school terminology. And Bubble is for the boomers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, the, you know, the, the, the inventory is not out there. You put a house out and people flock like crazy. There's uh, 60 offers on properties in the GTA. Uh, you go as high as uh, North Bay. You know, 30 offers on a property there, and I think it's going to continue to grow. Uh, I was reading the other day, there's 1.5 million immigrants within the next uh, three years, between between the end of 2024 to 2025. There's going to be 1.5 million immigrants coming into Canada. And uh, to service our population, we need about 1.8 million homes in the next 10 years. Yeah. So I think we've gone over that hump of that uh, boomer bubble. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to still keep... It's going to still keep growing. It's still definitely worth it to invest. Because I know some people are like, let me wait, let me wait. They've been waiting from 2020. They're waiting for 2021. Yeah. And now 2022, it's still, it's increased in value. Yeah. Whatever you would have purchased in 2020, you would have, it would have been a no-brainer to sell in 2022. So I think it's yeah. it's uh, it's not so much the waiting game anymore for when to jump in. It's to jump in to, to enjoy the ride as it's on the climb. Yeah, yeah, and and I I like to I like to look at it from an optimistic perspective Absolutely. and understand that it's going to continue to rise. If you look at the last hundred year graph, and and what's happened on a sliding scale um, with a flat line, it showed that increase. It showed that upside. It's also showed its dips, um, and and there's been times where the economy has been much weaker than it has been stronger, and that's where those dips come in. But then it is it, it it's picked itself back up, and it's continued to head in that upward you know position obviously being in the industry we have to be promoters of the market Absolutely. we have to instill faith in these people yeah. that you know don't worry you're going to see the upside you're going to be able to to really benefit and prosper from you know acquiring uh not only your primary residence but you know adding to your your uh your 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 assets right. through through real estate um and yeah just to go off of some simple numbers alone, I think supply and demand does have a massive, you know, massive, massive play in all this. And of those, of those numbers, seventy percent of them are, you know, they they find themselves in Ontario, and then out of that pie, eighty percent, you know, find themselves in Toronto. So it's it's. Um, you know, everyone, everyone in the city right now is gaining from from the rising tide, one in one in together. There's obviously, you know, some areas that heat up more than others and whatnot that are finally catching up to what their real value is. Right. But uh, yeah, it's 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 an exciting market to be in, um, and and uh, the timing is 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 excellent. Absolutely, and yeah. I think it's 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 always been you know your 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 best investment in, in your you know your grand scheme of things. You're you're looking at stocks, mutual funds, real estate. It's it's never lost, like you said. There's those there's those dips, but it's always going to be constantly on the growth. People are always going to need a place to live. Yeah, those some of those companies that people invest in, they might come and go, but real estate's always there to always there to stay. Yeah, whether you're an investor for renting or using it for your personal use. Absolutely, and like anything else, it's. Don't overextend yourself. Don't put yourself in a position where you're going to be, you know, super, super stressed out and spread thin and unsure of, you know, where you're going to be able to to find finance for your lifestyle. God forbid um, anything were to happen in regards to your health or, or family or whatnot. But always have an action plan in place 
and be you know contributing to a savings account or something that's going to really you know help you get into the market as soon Absolutely. as possible because no one can predict what what what's going to happen tomorrow right. but like we said a little earlier look at that 100 year graph and understand that the the trend has been upwards on an overall and it has showed that consistency this far so what time is is a good time to get into the market as soon as you can exactly and that's why and and, you know we're here to always help with that financial consulting so whenever anybody needs us we're always here to help and we're always here to talk about what would it cost so i'm excited to uh to get to our next episode and our our next guest and uh, discuss a little bit about uh home building thank you very much for your time guys we really appreciate you tuning in here whether you're watching us whether you're listening to us uh it means the world to us and we can't wait to introduce our guests to you and and for you to hear more about anything to do with the housing market and uh what would it cost so thank you be sure to check us out on all your favorite streaming platforms and if you're more of a visual type person check us out on youtube we'll be posting there as well at spark financial group uh so be sure to subscribe and check us out every week as we'll be uh hosting a different special guest to discuss what would it cost next on what would it cost they're not up for the best interest of people sometimes and they're out for their pocket right there's a stigma on private lending so i'll never recommend a deal to my investor if i would invest my own money into it we got to make sure there's an exit strategy if there's not an exit strategy i'm not interested in the deal